Hi everyone, the complex PTSD guy here. I want to start out by saying that I'm not a doctor or psychologist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD and I'm talking about it. I'll try and keep this podcast short today since my last one was so long. I was having a conversation with an officer the other day. We were chatting about PTSD and complex PTSD and this person asked me if my own form of PTSD gets better over time. I told the officer that, unfortunately, I think the physical part of complex PTSD within your brain gets worse, but I think a person's ability to manage their PTSD gets better. This is just my opinion, and it's based on my own observations and my own experiences. One reason I say this is because I grew up with someone who was in combat in Vietnam, and he had PTSD from that experience. I watched him over time figure out a way to manage his PTSD. It took him several years to kind of get it well managed. There are simply some things that he just does not do anymore. People have to just respect when he tells them what he will and won't do. Some people have a really, really hard time understanding that, by the way. Um, I am the same way. There are certain situations I just don't put myself into. One way to look at it is like any other hindrance that people live with. Like if you have diabetes, you don't eat certain things. Or if you have heart disease, you shouldn't eat a lot of fattening meats like bacon. You manage diabetes and you manage keeping your heart healthy. And in my opinion, you manage whatever form of PTSD you have. That might even be a good thing to tell someone if they don't understand your your PTSD say think of it like diabetes or heart disease you have to manage it and this is what I'm doing and not doing to manage it the reason I think the physical part of the brain gets worse is because and this is more for complex PTSD I have read sometimes that atrophy can occur in the hippocampus of the brain so if there is atrophy I don't know that that would get better my guess is it wouldn't but I'm not a doctor so maybe I'm wrong It's interesting because I'm almost, I'll be 40 years old next year, and when the veteran that I grew up around was nearing the age of 40, that's when he began to manage his PTSD better and differently. So maybe that's a common age range for this to occur. I don't know. I know I'm very different from when I was in my early 20s. I used to socialize a lot more and party more when I was younger, but eventually a lot of those relationships ended, many because I had moved away and I I just didn't stay in contact. But that type of scenario, you probably wouldn't see me in now. And if I was at a random house party in the neighborhood, I would be sure to manage myself, and I'd probably take a cigar with me to smoke. The reason I do this is so I won't drink alcohol. I know that if I smoke and drink together, I would just get sick from it. Um, So I'd bring a cigar to avoid that. I also avoid the drinking because drinking alcohol is really bad for people with PTSD. I look at my own PTSD as sort of like an animal that you have to train. If you can get it trained, you can have a better life with it. It's not going to go away, in my opinion, so you have to learn to live with it. It's similar to depression in the sense you need sunshine and laughter to help get you through your depressive episodes. With PTSD, you need devices to help you calm your mind, which for me is being near a source of water, like a lake or a waterfall. Those are very calming things for me. Just being in nature 
or even going camping, like I discussed with my therapist in a past episode, she believes that camping is really good for people with PTSD. She's the one who diagnosed me. Um, exercise, of course, and keeping a healthy distance from people or places that trigger you. These are all ways to manage it. I'll share a short story before I end this podcast. I was at the grocery store the other day, and I saw an old classmate. We used to chat quite a bit in high school. Um, we chatted for a while at the grocery store, and I noticed he w- he's always been a trigger for me. He's a nice guy, but he triggers my PTSD. And that's because he's very, very, very similar to the person who used to abuse me growing up. He's kind of loud, and he's very unpredictable, and he comes off as a little bit aggressive, almost like he's got some rage inside of him. That's the type of person I personally should not be around, so that's how I would manage it. I would keep a healthy distance from him. It makes me really uncomfortable just to even be in his presence. Um, And he's not a bad guy. He's a nice guy. Um, But I could just feel the little bell inside my head ringing, danger, danger. And I knew he wasn't actually dangerous, but that's what the little bell in your head does when you have PTSD. It rings, and it's saying, danger, danger. That little bell is what, it's the amygdala. That little bell is what I've labeled Cecil. That's why I'm writing a short story about Cecil. Because when you have PTSD, it's all about Cecil. He gets all the attention. And Cecil was yelling at me, danger, Ben, danger. So I had to be rational and remind my brain, you know, this guy's not dangerous, but if he's triggering me, my blood pressure is going up and this is just something I'm not going to be around much, this person, you know, even though he's a nice guy. That's all I wanted to share with for today. This is the Complex PTSD Guy signing off.